Hey, welcome to the Reluctant Leader Podcast with Paul Jenkins. Uh, that's me, y'all. I'm your host, and I am thrilled to tell you that we are on episode 30. Y'all, we have reached the big 3-0. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey. And just, just as my way of saying thank you, I'm going to put in the show notes a link to a free cup of coffee for you at Dunkin' Donuts. You can uh, just follow the link, follow the instructions, scan that card, and get a free cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Now, for this episode, I just want to talk to you for a few minutes about a faith that really grabbed my attention in Scripture. It is the faith of Jesus, but what's even more important than that is that it's a faith that can be forsaken. And I want to challenge you and challenge me. Do we have faith that can be forsaken? So many times as leaders, we talk about having faith that cannot be shaken. But today, we're going to talk about a faith that can be forsaken. Thanks so much for being a part of this episode. This week I was listening to uh, a sermon, a message that a pastor preached, and he was talking about what Jesus said on the cross in Matthew 27 when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Uh, He was making another point. It was probably a great point, but what really grabbed my attention was that Jesus on the cross expressed two simultaneous truths. Number one that he felt like God had forsaken him. And number two, that God was still his God. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes when I'm in a situation where I feel like God has turned his back on me or he hasn't answered my prayer or he hasn't done the thing that I think he should have done because, you know, he's God, right? Sometimes what that makes me want to do is like, Say, hey, he's he's y'all's God. Like, distance myself from him because I don't understand what he's doing. I think all of us are tempted to do that. And, and then when we bring that into leadership, let's talk about this. In leadership, when we're leading people, there will be times that we will feel like people have forsaken us. People have turned away from our leadership. And we've got to be able to handle that in that moment and not not find our faith like shaken to the core because people didn't follow, right? We have to be as secure as Jesus was on the cross. And so I was asking God, like, how is it that Jesus was able to be on the cross being crucified in that moment of not just physical pain and agony, but spiritual pain and agony to feel separation from his father Because literally, when he said that in Matthew 27, he's quoting Psalm 22, and David wrote three words. He he wrote, El Mam Azab, which, and it means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that word for forsaken means to depart from, leave behind, let alone, abandon, forsake, neglect. It, It kind of has the literal meaning of to take your hands off, to remove your hands from something. And that's what Jesus is quoting. He, he literally felt like his father had removed his hand in that moment. I'm not having a theological discussion about whether or not God did. I'm just saying that Jesus felt that, and that's why he, he said three words, three Greek words, 
Eli, Lama, Sabakthani, and it means the same thing. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That last word, Sabakthani, is literally a cry of distress. And it really challenged me, y'all. And I hope it challenges you. When I feel those moments of distress, do I still call him my God? Do I still hold those truths that seem so counter counter um, intelligent, like that he's my God, but he's not coming through for me, right? Do I still hold those convictions? Do I still say you're still my God? I will still see your goodness in the land where I live. I am still going to cling to you, even though I'm in a season where I feel forsaken. Because, y'all, we're going to be in those seasons. We have been before, and we will be again. I just want to encourage you with this. What got Jesus to that place, what allowed him to say those three words on the cross was that he had already spent 30 years in the secret place in obscurity with the Father, just developing character, right? And then he spent three years in a, in tough ministry. Like this was not like all butterflies and bubblegum, right? This, these were people that were attacking him, people that were misunderstanding him, even his own followers abandoned him. Jesus had been through it and he was faithful in all of it. And what I take away from this is we, we all want to be able to stand firm in that hard place. But to say three words there requires three, three decades of just develop, letting God develop us in the secret place. And in three years of being faithful in what's maybe sometimes not the most enjoyable ministry environment those 33 years of faithfulness is what allowed Jesus in that moment when he felt like the father had forsaken him. That's what allowed Jesus to still say with conviction, my God, not just once, but twice, my God, my God, I know you're my God. And knowing it still makes it hard to try to figure out what's happening, but I know that you have a plan. I know that you will pull me through and I know that this mission to save people will be accomplished. I'm praying that you allow the Lord to help you develop in that secret place. The majority of Jesus's time on earth was in obscurity and we want, we want to be known immediately. We want to have some fame immediately, but the majority of his time y'all was in obscurity are we willing as leaders to let the Lord develop us in the secret place for the majority of our lives so that the moment that we're put in that position, we can say, you're still my God, even though I don't understand what's happening. And we can say words that have an eternal impact. I'm praying that you will say, yes, God, I want that to be me. And I'm going to meet you in the secret place. I'm going to let you keep me faithful even in a hard time, a hard season of ministry. I'm going to stay faithful because when the chips are all in, I want to know that you're still my God. Hey, thanks again, y'all, for being a part of not only this 30th episode, but just of this podcast in general. It, it's such an honor when I see the way that you share this, the way that you write 
um, reviews and you rate it. And the more that you do that, of course, the more people will hear about it. So if, if you found value in this, if you're finding value in this podcast, I would so appreciate you sharing it with somebody, um, sharing it on your social media feeds, writing a, a review, giving it a five-star rating, and just letting people know about it, right? Um, I so appreciate your partnership in this, and I pray that you will find yourself in a place where you are growing as a leader, not just in your influence with people, but also in your health internally. I believe this, y'all, that if we keep saying yes, God will do the rest.